everyone, welcome to Beyond the Dance Floor podcast, a place to learn more about what goes on beyond what you see on the dance floor. It's about mentality, history, and how the skills you learn in breaking or the arts in general can apply more broadly to the rest of your life. Today we talk with my old Vancouver friend JK, aka JK47, originally from Surrey, Surrey what? now residing in LA. JK is one of the most genuine, positive people I know and is someone whose drive and work ethic I've always respected. She's represented all over the world and continues to push her craft, and I'm happy to share her experiences with you all. We talk about the Surrey dance scene and history, the all-female group Fly Antics, the all-female street dance group Diamonds in the Rough, working full-time as a dancer, not compromising your style for a competition win, etc., etc., and more. One of the most fun talks I've had so far and a lot of great information come from one of the top dancers in the world. Thanks again, JK, and I hope everyone enjoys the talk. Peace. Okay, we're here with JK47. Long time no see, long time no speak. Uh, It's been a while, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm great, yo. How about you? I'm good. I was just, we were just talking before. It's midnight here and 8 a.m. for JK. So we're kind of working opposite (laughs) schedules, but we make it work for the conversations and the knowledge and the, and the history and the sharing. Um, So to start off, I'd like to get people to just kind of introduce themselves for anyone who doesn't really know who they are. Um, Yeah. So if you don't mind. Okay, cool. Well, yes, um, my name is JK47, also known as um, Jackie. Um, I was uh, originally from Vancouver, but now I live in Los Angeles. And uh, yeah, I've been breaking for 18 years. And um, yeah, I rep Supreme Beings, Diamonds in the Rough, and Monster Energy. Ooh, you're in LA now? Yep. Whoa, in the big times. <laughs> I thought for a while you were in Arizona, weren't you? Yeah. I was there for like a year. Uh-huh. What yeah. what brought you there? Uh nothing to be honest. It was just <laughs> more I wanted to start something new. Uh-huh. Um I wasn't even trying to pursue dance in oh, any really? way shape or form. Yeah, right, I actually right. just wanted a new start. Mm. And uh, Arizona was a place that I've never been before. And I was mm. like, you know what? Let's just give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. And uh, so, yeah, now you're in L.A.? Yes. Is that for, like, pursuing dance? Yeah. 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 Damn, that's crazy. How, you've been, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, uh, dance is a career? Like, uh, been, sorry, been in L.A. We'll start with that. Oh, literally since the beginning of COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, perfect timing then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Has how has it been with COVID? Um. Uh, well, right now I feel like things are normal, <laughs> and you know, of course, people still take precautions and wear their masks. But everyone, mm-hmm. like the parks are still packed, the grocery store, like everyone's still living life. The only thing that's different is that, you know, there's no clubs. Um. Of course, there's no. Uh, practice spots that we can go to unless you have your own home sessions mm-hmm. um, right. there are uh, of course the restaurants are limits and um, mm-hmm. but yeah I feel like everyone's just still living their life it's so right. it's so right. strange it's so strange it's like it's normal but not normal you know <laughs> yeah that's kind of like how it is over here too yeah yeah it's like uh, yeah the new normal everyone wear your masks and try to distance yourself from everyone as much as you can but you know there's still jams here <laughs> people still oh crazy yeah like i don't know it's weird i don't know what to say about that i don't know what to think being in japan yeah. and, and then seeing how other places are and who knows who knows know what what to think with this whole situation um yeah so 
one thing I, I wanted to ask you about is uh, you're originally from Surrey. And yes. I know I know a little bit of the answer, but I want to ask you anyway, and, and you know, share this little bit of knowledge with everyone. So, like, for people who don't know, a lot of the like the Vancouver scene, a lot of the dancers actually come from Surrey. Yes. There's a lot, and it's kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, can you maybe speak on why you think that is, and, and what contributes to that? Oh, wow, that's a really good question. I mean, I'm not sure, to be honest. It's just, it feels like, uh, you know, I, like, why why, why did I grow up in Surrey? Why did these schools grow up in Surrey? <laughs> but uh, I would just say, like, the huge, I feel like, the yeah. huge majority of breakers in Vancouver, especially, you know, Filipinos, too, you know? And so a lot of the Filipinos yeah. grew up in Surrey, you know? And... Um, like shout out to Floorstorm and to everyone who's been holding it down and a lot of like the Diamonds members too and I just can go on forever DRS NON you know yeah it's crazy uh, but uh, yeah I don't I, I don't know how to say why we're <laughs> <laughs> just you live in Surrey because <laughs> I heard like well you know it's yeah it's hard to answer exactly why but uh, <laughs> Like I know in in Surrey, I I found this interesting when I found this out that like Surrey actually has I don't know if it's all the schools, uh, but I think it's in high schools. Like a lot of them have dance as part of the curriculum. Yes. Or it's like yeah. an elective or something that every that people can take. Mm -hmm. um, and like it's just way more. I guess I don't know how you how you want to put it like normalized or something like that like it's just it's part of school life or not for everyone but like you can you can take it right and it's a thing that that's available whereas but I also feel like it, it's been available in Vancouver and especially in Burnaby like the funding there is really good for it to be you know available yeah. for the students I don't know maybe it's just like my when I grew when I was growing up yeah Actually, I don't even know. I think I'm just only a few years older than you. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, like when I was growing up, dance was just not a thing. It was like a thing that we did in PE for maybe like a couple weeks or something. And it was always square dancing. Mm. And like that was our introduction. That was our exposure to dance was like square dancing. Whereas, like, I don't know, and I know it's not every school, and it would depend on the school, but, like, you know, who is it? Menelaine. Yeah. Menelaine is, like, a teach a dance teacher in a school, and she teaches yeah. them, like, hip-hop and locking and whatever, whatever, like, everything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I remember, like, there was some some dance teacher that was on, like, the Ellen show or something like that. Yeah, Ms. Clements. Actually, you know what? Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me think about we'll this. We'll rewind thing. it. But, yeah, rewind. Okay. So the school that I went to was Princess Margaret. And that was, you know, we didn't, there wasn't a dance program for like mm -hmm. the street styles. Mm -hmm. um, they had your regular high school team that was very more cheerleader based. Right. Um, and of course, because of, you know, Surrey, the majority of the population there, it's a lot of um, East Indians. So there was a lot of, you know, Bangra teams as well. Oh. Um, I know when I was coming up, you know, like I said, there wasn't like like a real like hip hop team or anything. Mm -hmm. But of course, there were competitions, high school competitions that was actually organized by Miss Clements, which you just brought up. Uh, and there was one called Outbreak. And at that time, I didn't know anything about, you know, the original, oh, in my opinion, the original Outbreak, you know, the mm -hmm. event that we all know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was like, yo, there's this dope competition called Outbreak. You know, me and my friends, we, we all love to dance and we were just getting into it. And there was that, you know, the Princess Margaret team that's like all cheerleaders stuff that we heard it through them. Yeah. So we ended up going to this competition. And I remember seeing like Victor. I remember seeing like Brian, like a lot of like, there was a lot of Fleetwood B-boys that were representing um, like Floor Fillers too, and uh, a lot of other people that I didn't know. I saw Kenny, Sullivan Heights have a really um, strong um, dance program. 
And I remember that was like, I think that was one of the first I saw Kenny and his uh, friend at that time and they were breaking and I was like, oh snap. And so um, I was already familiar with breaking, but just to see it at this competition, I think it really became more real to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would see stuff breaking from my school because there are some breakers that would break in the cafeteria. But just to see at this competition, I feel like Outbreak was the competition that kind of, you know, encouraged and pushed a lot of dancers to pursue breaking in the street styles, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like also just on that side of Surrey too, um, yeah, there was more programs geared toward you know the street styles too. So I can see that's why, you know, you have a lot of, yeah, actually, there you go. There you go. I feel like that's here. <laughs> yeah, we, we figured it out in the end. We got to some conclusion. It all, it all clicked in. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, but it's, I always found that amazing that, like, when I looked at the Vancouver scene, like, people say Vancouver, but that includes, like, all the, the suburbs and, and whatever yeah. like the greater vancouver area and like when you look at who were who are or who were the top people it's like a huge number of people come from surrey Surrey, surrey yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah like it's you know so i guess the end of this is really just like you know big ups to surrey <laughs> for for producing a lot of amazing dancers and yeah, yeah. um oh, you said something that i wanted to touch on but i forgot so it doesn't matter <laughs> um yeah we're both just trying to stay awake right now <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah kind of kind of, kind of. um yeah so when you yeah that's what that's what it was i got it again um so you you started dancing in was it high school um technically i first started dancing in elementary just because my older sister used to be a girl yeah like breaking was my first style of dance like my sister used to break and her and her homies would always come over, you know, they would practice, you know, watch Battle of the Year on VHS, you know, there would be MC's diapers, graffiti in the walls, you know, the whole shebang was at Mikasa, yo. And uh, my sister, like, <laughs> my sister, um, yeah, introduced breaking, like, for the first time to me and showed me my basics. Um, but because I was a kid, I was eight years old, you know, I didn't really take it seriously. Um, but I was always intrigued with it. I was always just fond of it um but high school is when i was like yeah i want to do it because like i said there was breakers at my school and they would practice at the cafeteria just doing power moves and i was just like yo like i know this and i'd be in the corner of the cafeteria just literally doing six step baby freeze or a worm as far as i can go (laughs) and that was my breaking and i was like yeah i want to do this and so yeah yeah crazy um yeah, like, <laughs> my mind is not working right now. Midnight, midnight. <laughs> wake up, Dean, wake up. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, so you started You started then and, um, ah, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I remember, like, the first time that I saw you was at, I think it was Fight Before Christmas, or something oh, like that. The first one. Yeah. Mike's jam. Yeah, for people who don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, Fight Before Christmas was like this jam that Mikey would ha- hold in always December, right before Christmas. And that was yeah. like that was one of the jams. That was that was, that was really a tight yeah. Yeah, but I remember seeing like that was like kind of my early introduction to like getting to know the scene and stuff. So I was yeah. just starting around then. And I remember seeing, yeah, Fly Antics, and it was you, and I think it was Shayna, but I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. And I remember just being like, holy, who is this girl? Like, she's doing she's got all this, like, crazy flavor and, like, nice footwork. And I can't remember if you were doing power back then already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at least, like, something, some, some stuff. And I was just like, who is this girl? She's crazy good, like and she looks so young and already like already at such a good level yeah how did that connection with like fly antics happen in the my early sister days? oh really <laughs> uh yeah so 
um, after my sister uh, taught me, you know, she kind of dibble dabbled with breaking just a little bit longer. And then after that, she dropped it because she was emceeing. Okay. She was a legit like battle cat. And so she would just rep, she'd do a lot of shows, she did a lot of battles. Um, and I think one of the events somewhere, uh, I can't remember where it was, but anyways, so she either did a battle and um, she met Fly Antics there. And um, and yeah, so they got connected and eventually at some point them just being, you know, friends and all that stuff, my sister got down with Fly Antics because Fly Antics wanted to be an all female hip hop crew and represent everything. And so, um, and then my sister would come home and she'd be like, oh my gosh, Jay, like I'm with these girls, they're B girls, like they're so dope, la 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 la. And I'm like, really? That's so cool. And uh, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's girls that break. And, um, and, and that really encouraged me. And so she brought me to, I think, one of their park jams that they held uh, at the PNE. And that's where I met Shayna and Melissa. And then um, Shayna invited me to take her weekly classes down at Scotiabank. And so I started learning from her and yeah, she, she legitimately really taught me my foundations, taught me what was up and um, really mentored me. And at one point they all decided to put me down. Why not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, so yeah, that's how it went down. Damn. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, for people who want to know about Vancouver history, they're, they're one of the crews that really held it down. Yes. And, and yeah, yeah, especially being like all female and really yeah. representing for the ladies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. First eagle crew in Vancouver, yo. Like yeah. that's they, that's history for y'all to know. Yeah, they were always out like at all the jams when when I was first starting out. Like, I think I caught like the maybe the tail end of the crew. Like, uh, but yeah, they would always come out to jams and rep hard and like didn't matter who you were they would always they would come at you and, Yo, yeah. they came at you you know like yeah. damn no mercy yeah, they didn't care they didn't care <laughs> yeah those maybe i gotta get an interview with some of them sometime down the road if I can mm. get some connection with them but yeah um and now now you're in another all-female group right diamonds but that's like yeah. uh, that's not just breaking, right? That's, that's like a... <laughs> <Most of all. laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like a what? Like every everything, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All styles. Yeah. How did that come about? That connection. Um. Well, you know, Vancouver is not a very big scene. You know what I mean? It's a mm -hmm. it's a small big scene. It's weird. Big small scene. I don't know how to say that. Anyways, we all know each other, you know, and. And um, especially with Robson Square being our hub, you know, we all just get down and it doesn't matter what style you're practicing. At the end of the day, people are always just connecting and talking, you know, well, at least with our community. And um, and especially like when it comes to Seattle jams or any battle, you know, any girl, any of these women that would throw down, that would represent, we would always just generally just be behind them and supporting them. And especially being down at Seattle, you know, for the North yeah. 16 dams or any battle that goes down there, it was just, it was just such a thing where we always just supported each other and just like, yeah, let's just smoke a ball, represent for the women, <laughs> for Vancouver especially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but more so, um, I think it was 2017, that's when me and Momo got put down, but it was, you know, we were just getting down together more because we wanted to rep at ladies of hip-hop in new york and so at this time even though we were already friends we already you know respected and loved each other this time we were just like wow we were really with each other more and more just because we're rehearsing for this we're practicing um and then before we left for um ladies of hip-hop um it was so cute because we we had a, a a rehearsal or what do you call it whenever you you kind of present it to other people you showcase it as a practice oh, to okay, your friends yeah. so we did one of those and then when everyone left we all like went to the corner of uh, at the edge of the ring and the girls were talking like yo like we have something really important to say we, we've been thinking about this a lot and it, it just we me and mama had no idea what was going to happen we we're just like oh we, we were thinking okay ladies and people we got to prepare for this so we're standing there we're like okay okay yeah 
And like, yeah, so we've been really thinking about this and we think that um, we want to put you all down. Or like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> and we looked at each other and it was actually it was me, Momo and Helen. And uh, we all looked at each other like, so y'all want to rep with us? And we looked at each other or like, well, I was like, yeah and then helen's like yeah and momo's like yeah we're like yeah and we're like ah we're just like <laughs> oh like it was such a cute moment like we're like oh my gosh we're all like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like oh my god yeah oh my god yeah 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 <laughs> such girls <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah no nothing, it's nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah no, it was so cute it was so yeah, cute yeah. and yeah that's how that's how that happened <laughs> yeah well you know and not to say that like since you guys got put down but like they're that group diamonds in the rough has been yeah one of one of those groups that's i don't know it's kind of a vancouver all-star team group now oh, yeah is. yeah it's a force force to be reckoned with <laughs> especially in vancouver where it's like you know like you were saying it's a small big scene the way i always think of it is like it's not a lot of other cities have like a breaking scene and a popping scene and a whatever scene and Vancouver has that too but like it's been very good I guess maybe out of necessity because it is smaller that like yeah it's more like a dance scene there's just like it's a dance scene. everyone yeah. knows each other everyone kind of dabbles a bit and stuff like that yeah. and I think that's like such a healthy atmosphere yeah yeah, totally. It's one thing I really miss. I, every every time I do these like interviews and there's someone from Vancouver and we talk about it, I was, it always kind of comes back to that. It comes up and I miss Vancouver. But anyway, um, yeah. So it only, yeah. Anyway, it just it just makes sense that you know there's there's this strong group of people who are do all these different styles and they're together and repping together but yeah um so yeah you're you're in la now and you're doing dance as a is it like dance full-time is that the only thing yeah basically basically that's yeah. all i do i mean because of covid there isn't much i can't do i can't do shows or yeah. travel yeah, yeah. um but basically yeah this is this is what i do yeah, yeah. i just focus my energy on that yeah but you've been doing that for a while now right even before you were in uh moved to la right yeah yeah in vancouver yeah yeah so maybe you can shed can you shed some light on like what it's what it's like to do dance full-time as a career oh my gosh it's um it's honestly it's it's amazing it's such a you know it's such a blessing but the same thing too it is a hustle it's a freaking grind <laughs> So a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, the dream. I want to live the dance life. Yeah, that's great. But there's also, you have to put in work. You know, sometimes some people expect work to come to them. No, for me, I'm constantly doing computer work where I'm, I'm reaching out to people. I'm constantly, you know, responding to all these different um, uh, requests from other people that do I want to take this job or do I want that job? You know, is it worth my time? Is it worth my energy? But it's a lot of self promotion. It's a lot of marketing and um, a lot of, I feel like a lot of dancers, a lot of artists don't know how to market themselves or don't know also the business side of, mm -hmm. you know, the dance or the art. Um, and it's a lot of also social media work too, especially more so this generation. It's mm -hmm it really helps so you have to learn how to really use it <laughs> if you don't know how to use it you really it's really hard to get work yeah. um but yeah being a full-time dancer it's uh it's great and it's also exhausting so it's also mm -hmm. trying to find the balance of you know work and also the pleasure of it too the joy of it because right. yeah you know, i've heard it's and it can be a roller coaster at sometimes um where it's like damn like your art your joy becomes just work you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um for some people it just it's completely switched to that but for me <clears throat> i've been able to find that balance where it's just yeah i i have my work but i also i'm making sure that i'm still 
um, um, I'm fellowshipping with the community. So like I get my ciphers in, I get my time to just kick it, you know, and um, bug out, be a nerd, do whatever I like to do with this dance and the reason why I love to do it, you know. Um, but it's, it's a grind, that is for sure. And not, you'll have moments where <clears throat> it's work, 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 and then you'll have a season when there's no work. Mm. <laughs> and the season with no work, it's like kind of like COVID time. How are you going to utilize that time? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but COVID is completely different just because, you know, the season where you have no work, it's like eventually it picks up right away. COVID, it's like, damn, it's already been almost a year, yo. <laughs> it's almost a year. But, you know, thankfully, you know, I'm still getting work in this time because, like mm -hmm. I said, I'm constantly grinding. I'm constantly yeah. finding ways. Like, you have to get creative. You have to yeah, figure out yeah. how you're going to make some money, you know. But And that's also, that's also the art. Like, uh, how do I say it? The game of it. It's also, it's, it's, it's fun for me too. You know, it's like, okay, what can I create? Like, what can I do yeah, to make yeah. some sort of income right now? But it's, it's a grind. That yeah. is for sure. Well, that's like one thing that I've always thought that, you know, a lot of people think of, you know, creativity. It's just like, oh, only artists, art people do are creative and like, oh, I'm not creative, but you know, everyone has to be, like creativity is just something that's in us to do right like yeah. anytime you have a problem of some kind and you have to fight figure out a solution and especially when that solution is not obvious yeah. that's when you use creativity so everyone who's like dealing with covid right now you know if you're surviving you're using some sense of some kind of creativity right and some people more than others and you know some people are finding more success and new avenues and new ways to make money and new ways to survive during yeah. this like strange bizarre time right mm -hmm. and uh yeah like that's and, and i really think that's one thing that say doing something like breaking or something like that's highly creative like any art or whatever if you can like transfer that and be aware of like that you know those abilities or whatever like how to create stuff yeah. you can like shift that into say your your business or your uh whatever whatever other avenue you're trying to pursue like mm -hmm. it's just such a useful skill like yes. knowing how to be creative how to see these opportunities that other people might not see looking for mm -hmm. gaps and stuff and filling the needs that are that aren't there yeah really useful mm -hmm. stuff um and i'm happy to hear that you're you're still managing to get work done yeah oh thank god but yes yeah I th I th you brought up a really good point though about like it is a grind and you know some people do sometimes especially if like you've younger younger dancers or just younger people and they stay yeah like yeah like you said living the dream and stuff and um when you actually do it it's it's like you said hard to balance that that desire to just keep it fun and the desire to like oh this is work and i need to do this to to survive yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah um are you finding that like it's it's okay that balance yeah yeah, yeah i mean uh i would say when i was in vancouver more so i got burnt out um i didn't know how to balance my time i literally oh uh, yeah i got burnt down vancouver which was also another reason why i also moved to arizona um because it just at that point before i left it really was just work because i you know you know living on your own and um and just got, yeah i don't know it was just i was really i was getting a lot of work I got a lot of like teaching, mm -hmm. a lot of, and teaching is exhausting. Teaching like yeah. hours, oh my gosh, hours. I, was, I mean, blessings, like, you know, to be able to teach this X number of hours a week, but it's like you, you're teaching, plus you're doing shows, plus you're having rehearsals for other mm -hmm. projects, and then you have to do your training. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I got burnt out. But um, more so now it's like, yeah, it's more chill, it's more relaxed, so it's okay. Yeah, But so, it's just, you have to learn how to say no. That's the thing, you have to learn to say no to some stuff. Right, yeah, you can't, you can't take everything, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's that's a a good what do you call it? Like a a good problem to have is too much work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so that's that's another thing that I kinda wanna ask about is um you know, balancing that work versus play or pleasure. Like how about your your like yeah your own personal like training does that does that kind of suffer maybe at all with you know doing yeah either back in vancouver or now like doing lots of shows or teaching or just doing like work stuff do you find that you have enough uh, time to go ahead yeah so it depends it depends on um what kind of work i get so for example um I was on tour with the hip hop nutcracker with Curtis Blow, which was sick. So that was a two month tour. And what was crazy about this was that, you know, you're constantly traveling, you're hopping from one city to another, and you're doing a two hour show either once or twice a day. Um, and it was cool because our cast is such a crazy cast. And, and you would think like, oh my gosh, like this cast is so dope. We're going to dance every single day with each other. No. Honestly, like there are moments where we'll dance, we'll session, but it's like you get so burnt out because you're constantly, the traveling itself is exhausting. And then the two hour show, you're just like, oh my gosh, you know? And sometimes you have random, you know, last minute rehearsals that you need to do during the day or la 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 excuses. But sometimes you're just, your body's too tired to even train. So, Mm -hmm. you know, literally, a lot of times our only time that we would actually session would literally be our warm-up before the show and our warm-up is like an hour and literally 30 minutes of that is you warming up <laughs> from traveling and then after that you got 30 minutes to just finally work on something right, but it's right. like really that would really be the only time we could train or we'd be too tired to even do that and just warm up our muscles so i would say that sense that was the hardest time or that would be like a hard time for me have my proper training unless I had some energy when I go back to the hotel and then go to um, the the gym at the hotel or if we were in a dope city that we knew people we would try to hit up like a session there but that was like really rare mm-hmm. but in terms of besides touring doing that work um, I find my balancing or me balancing work and um, training has been so far has been good um, because I could just do my computer work during the day and then bang, nail my training after, you know, mm-hmm. so it's okay at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I saw, well, I see every once in a while too, like on, on Instagram, whatever your stories and stuff or your posts and stuff, you always find some time to just kind of like let loose and just practice some whatever, whether it's like just random grooving or some house yeah. or locking or I saw I see you doing that a lot like just kind of dabbling and trying to learn these different styles and stuff and yeah mm. yeah um, I mean like well, especially because of this time like why not I have yeah. the most time, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. most time. So, and you know I, I, I love these styles so mm-hmm. you know it's another way for me to keep my sanity because um, you know COVID has been such a process for everybody and even for me like yes i'm getting i'm training but i to be 100 it's not just breaking that i'm training so you know i'll work and then because how do i explain this um the beginning of COVID, honestly and just like the earlier months of it you know it was really hard to have motivation you know you had your first month where everyone's like doing all these challenges and stuff (laughs) then after a while you're just like yo i'm still here i'm still stuck yeah. nothing is open i'm not seeing my friends and so um i had to find ways to legitimately keep my mental health and at that moment it's because i couldn't really session with people or whatever um i needed to find other outlets so i really really got deeper into um, music um and then of course the other styles of dance and then once things was slowly to like calm down slightly you know old session with you know my crewmates here um, and whoever other homies out here as well. Um, but at the same time too, it's still like, there's no event that I could prepare for. There's still no practice spots. And for me, I, I don't know, for me, I like to go out. 
I like to be other places to do my training. Mm-hmm. You know, per, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for my space. I could train here and, you know, I like the park, but I like to be somewhere else <laughs> to separate my home with, right, you know, right. work and training. I want to separate that space. Mm-hmm. And all the same, I feel like my space is not that huge as well. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but to constantly have that drive in a time where there's nothing especially to prepare for, to be honest, breaking became my last priority. Hmm. To be honest, it was not like there for me. To be honest, only recently, since break free, um, the recent battle that it was starting to become like, oh, I like, I want to train for breaking, you know, there's you know, online battles are so interesting. It's not the same. The first online battle I did with Break Free, you know, I was like, damn, I'm so grateful. My my sister, like, uh, Big Girl Wanda, like, she came through because we both did our rounds in my place, and it was good to have another energy instead of just facing us computer screen. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so different, you know. Um, so with that being said, I was just I didn't really have a motivation to be like I'm about online battles 100%, you know? Yeah, um, but then the next break free, I flew down to Houston with the monster team. And, you know, just to see everything, I was just so encouraged again. I'm like, you know what, like, I let, let's do it again. Let's let's just let's just get myself wiggling, you know, like, regardless, like, I'm still <laughs> moving here. I'll do you know, like, there's a difference with training, like, how do I say this? With breaking training, you could train like you're training for a battle or you could just train like whatever you know when you get creative and nerdy and you would just you know do a little wiggling you know what i mean so i do i've been doing that but specifically to train for a competition that's been yeah no that's not been in my head at all but i am slowly starting to aim for potentially a battle hopefully in november um mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes yeah. um i think I, I lost my train of thought was that it did I answer that? Yeah. Sure. I I always forget <laughs> what the question was that I originally asked or whatever, so it doesn't even matter. But uh, you know that that brings up like a good point that you know sometimes like it depends what people want to battle, what it, what they want to dance for, right? Yeah. And especially with breaking because it it does have such a huge emphasis on like competition. Yeah. like just that head-to-head kind of competitive nature of it the battle aspect of it that kind of thing like it is i don't know i find it's it's hard sometimes to separate like that and the performative aspect of it and like the wanting to like be better than us, this other person and like mm-hmm. separate that and just have it be like i'm just doing this not for any specific reason like i'm just doing it because it's fun because i like it because whatever like i'm not training for anything i'm not training it to be better than someone else i'm doing it because i just like doing it and Mm -hmm. it's like it's almost like there's a switch that has to happen or something like that yeah and like um you know a lot of people talk about this like competition competition versus like ciphers and this kind of thing and they want to divide it and like i think you know someone like you is is a good example of someone who can just like knows how to kind of like flip that switch like okay i'm training for the battle and like i i'm gonna train this certain way to to be able to win it but like i can still do this other side of things like it's not one or the other it's like you know you can do both but um yeah that's Leading into another thing that I wanted to talk to you about, you know, you're with uh, Monster Energy, like their kind of sponsored team, group, whatever crew. Um, and that's like reserved for, you know, the cream of the crop, the some of the best in the world, right? Uh. <laughs> but, but, but basically what I, what I wanted to ask you is, you know, like you got to be really good to kind of get that opportunity to be chosen as one of those people you know like red bull or whatever any any of these like kind of all-star super crew kind of whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. um so maybe this this might be a, a bit hard to answer you know you can take some time to think about it but like what in okay. your opinion 
does it take for someone to like get to that level to to either maybe like push themselves to that level to be like yeah. one of the best wow um just to get to a high level you know what that's yeah, that's just all to i get mean. to a high level you have to know why you're doing what you're doing kind of like how you said um you know how how am i pursuing dance as a career that is a freaking grind and that's something that you have to you know i'm so grateful COVID is just a different thing, okay? But before COVID, of course, you know, ah, focus, and I was ready. Like, we had a lot of events that we were gonna rep Monster, especially before COVID. But um, it's it really is something that you just have to dedicate your time. It's literally not to sound like cheesy corn dog or you know, whatever. But it literally is blood, sweat, and tears. It's really you know. Um, I'm literally training all day when I'm focusing on an event, I'm training all day. And of course, like, you know, to each their own and everyone has their own ways of training. I personally just love to train, <laughs> but you know, sometimes people can really nail a good session in two hours and that's great for me. I like to do as much, like I like to organize my sessions where if I have the time, the morning sessions will be specifically to work on something like for me it's either my stamina or just stacks or creative details and then after that i have time to chill whatever do whatever throughout the day and then if i could have an, a second session the next two hours would specifically be on rounds you know or whatever else i didn't work in the morning and if i have time in the evening the next two hours would be something else that I didn't work on, just power moves, for example, you know what I mean? So I like to um, to really focus on specific things in my training and it not necessarily just has to be um, hardcore breaking. Literally, it could be going to the gym is included in that. Right. <laughs> you know, working right. on specific muscle areas, working on specific muscle groups and, um, you know, again, different ways to work on your, your cardio, you know? Um, but um, yeah, to me, for me, it's really being honest with yourself um, and how do you stand out amongst everyone else? Me personally, I feel like there is a formula that everyone is following. Um, there is, you know, because also YouTube too, you know, and seeing what helps people to win or to blow up, people tend to follow this, the trends and again like i said the formula so you know people are gonna look like this ta, da, 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 or have certain movements that really makes them um more explosive and very powerful but what i really appreciate with monster the monster dancers each individual stands out they have a way of how they break we all don't break the same Oh my freaking gosh, we do not break the same. At first, I was kind of like, are you sure you want me to be part of Monster? <laughs> but like, um, we are, because we are all so different. Oh my mm -hmm. goodness. But everyone has their energy that they bring to the floor, which is so impactful. What makes you impactful? What makes you, you know, have people turning heads like, oh shit, leaving yeah. your imprints on people's minds. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the main thing that allows you to be really recognized and respected and known. And regardless if you're sponsored or not, that's the thing that you should strive for. Mm -hmm. What allows you to stand out? What, how are you able to shine? Mm -hmm. Who's Dean? Who's JK? You know, like that's the thing. How are you speaking to the people who are watching you, the judges, the hosts, the audience? And um, what are you trying to say? Mm -hmm. So I think that for me, it wasn't, um, I was never aiming to get sponsored. Yeah. Even though it was like, yo, it would be so tight. It would be dope to be sponsored, you know? And I feel like that's, and I talked with this with Arthur too. It's like, damn, like that's like, like a dream. Like, yo, if you could be sponsored as an artist, as a dancer doing something that you love to do, that's amazing for sure. But I never had it in my mind to really aim for Monster or to aim for Red Bull. I never 
you know, try to get into the radar. That's the word. That's the I never try to get into the radar. I was like, yeah. yo, like, if it happens, it happens. Especially since knowing that it was starting to become a thing where dancers were starting to get sponsored. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yo, that'd be tight to get sponsored, especially since so-and-so and this person, that person got sponsored. That's tight. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to put that pressure on myself to try to get onto the radar. Mm -hmm. Like, if it happens, cool. If not, totally cool too, because for me, I'm here for my own reasons. I'm breaking for my own reasons. You know, I've been able to, uh, and still to this day, live as an artist. So regardless with their help or not, I'm still gonna be here, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just, I wanna just be true to myself and just constantly do what I wanna do and not go to an event because I specifically wanna be like, okay, monster's looking, okay, I gotta do this, that, that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude, and it was just, and what really touched my heart was that um, at uh, IBE uh, last last yeah last summer, um, it was just me doing my thing. You know, I was like, and you've been to IBE. IBE is a freaking party, yo. And yeah. with different um, different events happening in different areas, you're constantly just going, oh, I want to go here. I want I'll do like top rocks here, or who here? I'm gonna do some house here, or just there's so many different things that are happening. And as I was doing all these different things, I had one little break where I was just walking through just like to go to another spot. And then Moy caught me. He's like, yo, Jay, come over here. And um, this was me just doing my own thing, you know? And he called, it was just so funny. He called me and he's like, yo, come sit here. And I sat down and I all of a sudden, I caught myself in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, cause he's like, yo, how's it going? You know, we hugged each other, we were talking. And it was me, Moy, um, who was it? Oh, I'm blanking out right now. Uh, it was DJ Renegade. And it was, um, I forgot the other person. But yeah, someone was interviewing us. I'm totally blanking out right now. And he's like, yo, so I just called you here, but just let you know, you're in this interview with us. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and you know, so whatever, we were just talking. And it was it was a dope conversation. And you know, I was sharing just my thoughts on a lot of things. And But at the end of the interview, you know, that's, this is where it, this whole thing went down. He's like, yo, and it wasn't even me doing a dance. Like I, w I wasn't even battling. This was after an interview. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where he approached me and just told me straight up that, you know, he, he wanted to put me down. And, um, and I was like, yo, wait, are you for real? He's like, yeah, I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but uh, I was like, uh, and I'm like, I'm gonna cry. He's like, don't cry. I'm like, I'm I think I'm gonna cry. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. And um, but it, there was there was more to that conversation. But it was just I really appreciate how he approached me and just genuinely was just honest of how he respected me and mm -hmm. how he appreciated yeah. how I am me. He's like, he's like, I'm not sponsoring, you know, anyone crazy. He's or not sorry, rewind. I'm not just sponsoring you because I want you to break. I'm sponsoring you because along the lines, like, I want you to just be you. Mm -hmm. No, he said, and what touched my heart most was just like, uh, along the lines, like he just kept saying, you know, keep doing what you're doing, keep playing your music, keep, you know, keep doing these other styles. And that's that's why I partner was just like, oh, damn, like that was just, that meant so much because it was just, yo, I, I didn't win a battle there or anything, I was just, me being me and mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are losing themselves and are not being honest and are conforming to a, a specific look yeah. and that I you know and I feel like um you know stop pretending <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know stop pretending stop trying to put on this facade that isn't you and mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people they put a character on the floor which mm -hmm. I feel like also it's it's a, another side of them, which is great. But at the same time too, I also see, I see people, I see people that put on a front and it's like, just being unreal right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I could see why. It all depends on your motives. It all depends on what you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. um, and how you're, you're wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, they will, do whatever they can to get what they want, which I understand, you know? Yeah. But for me, it's just, um, just be you. And mm -hmm. if I could give an advice to the new generation, please 
please don't lose yourself in the hype. Please don't lose yourself in, um, in any sort of way to follow a formula. Mm-hmm. Don't try, don't try to just be in there just to win it. I mean, like, of course, represent, do your thing. You know, for me, like, I'm grateful to be where I'm at because of me winning battles too. But don't go into a battle being like, okay, this is the judge, this is the judge, this is the judge. I'm gonna do this to get their vote. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. that. Please don't do that. And you yeah. know, to each their own. But this is me just speaking from my heart. Don't lose yourself. Um, and yeah. What a perfect JK way to finish that. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really true. You know, a lot of really good points there. Like, I feel like people who who are willing to, you know, change themselves to conform to like whatever it is that's trendy or whatever. Like, as soon as they get that win, like, I don't know, it's. I, they're they're the kind of people that are not going to stay in it. Yeah, like, you know, you get it, yeah. and then it's like, all right, I did it. Now, now what? But yeah. people who, who did it not for the win necessarily. Like a win is always nice, but people who did it because they just like to do it and like, it's a fun thing to do and like develop your own style and figure out how can you stand out and this kind of thing. Not to stand out for the judges, but just to like to be different to to find like your way of moving and stuff like that like that's a infinite kind of thing as long as your body can keep up right yeah right like you're never going to be like dissatisfied unless you you know well that's not that's not true sometimes we get down on ourselves about what we're doing but it's different it's not like you know i didn't win this thing or whatever you know yeah you said it all i don't need to keep Mm -hmm. rambling but, uh, yeah. yeah, and also too, like authenticity is so key. And mm-hmm. um, maybe I'm just going off, and it's up to you if you want to keep this. Uh, I don't care. But um, oh, yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> just <go. laughs> uh, you know, we all have a way that we like to break, you know, yeah. or we have a way that we create. We have a certain way that our brain functions. That's and it's just facts. Like our brains will just work a certain way. That's not the same as the person that's next to you. Our brains are completely different, mine and yours, Dean, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, there is still this, um, you have to respect the art of breaking and respect the foundations and the history, but at the same time too, you still have to represent you. And so I'm not gonna mention no names, but I've had people who just be, you know, of course you take in what you wanna take in. And of course there's always, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, beneficial criticism. I don't know the correct way to say that, but there's criticism that, right. that helps you. Yes, there's criticism that helps you, but there's also criticism that just you you know what you can just honestly just brush it off, regardless of who it's yeah. coming from. Mm-hmm. And I've had certain individuals who I'm like, damn, like you're amazing, and they they give me a lot of love and respect. Um, but even at them, they would try to teach me certain ways to break, mm-hmm. and or or uh, just in, um, give me advice of what I should do. And there's advice that I will listen, but no matter who you are, some of the advice, I can't take it because yeah, yeah. my body doesn't want to move like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, or you just I'll don't do want to do it. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. And yeah. every time, like, but it's also, you, 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 you tend to get into your head because you're like, damn, this individual, I respect this individual, mm-hmm. you know? This individual also has a name or something like this. Yeah. But for me, the more, the longer I'm in this, the more I'm just like, damn, like I really just want to represent me. And mm-hmm. the more I see my movement, the more I study myself, um, I'm just like, damn, this is how I break. And this what honestly, this what separates me from mm-hmm. you. This is what separates me from her. This is what yeah. separates me from him. And and that's why I'm saying, like, I go back to that formula where people will follow the formula and sure it'll help them to get that w but frick they look the same and i'm like i'm not trying to look like you and you know i've had some you know a lot of people are gonna like your style and a lot of people are not gonna like your style and i've had certain individuals that would say you need to stop with a small like all that stuff 
I love my details. I mm -hmm. love nerding out. And that's how my brain works. I like to create small stuff like that. And that's what makes me. And I know, you know, for a normal B girl, I'm actually pretty lengthy. So I have long arms and I have long legs. And I know I could utilize it more. But a lot of the stuff that I do, it is smaller. And I like it, you know? And, um, and of course, too, like, you, you create in your weaknesses as mm -hmm. well. And I feel like that's just another way to um, allow your individuality to just stand up. And uh, yeah. Wrong, yeah. I mean, you know, I, uh, whenever this kind of thing comes up, I always just think about, you know, the whole idea of it is that a bit of that, you know, competition versus just doing it like for the sake of doing it like and I'm never gonna knock competitions because like competitions are a great way to motivate you and to push pe push you and like to push creativity because like if that's what they're doing and like you see they're winning and like well I want to come up with something better not not necessarily following a formula but just like I want to do something better than them I want to like you know it's like you see it in other stuff too like in in just like say businesses some one company does one thing and their rival companies or competitors will try and top them and it just keeps that like forces that forces the two different companies to like innovate and come up with something better that their consumer will want right and you know you could think of it the same way with breaking that whatever what would the judge want or whatever and you just keep trying to like push things in different directions and sometimes yeah. it's like goes too far in one direction and then that other person will stand out and like you know that's one that's why I'm always like when people tell you how to dance or whatever yeah. it's like yeah okay maybe that's the right thing at the moment but like what people decide is cool and good or worthy of winning a battle or whatever changes like over time constantly right and so it's like yeah. you know like yeah. i can't i can't do crazy power combos and stuff like that but who knows like maybe next time everyone's like breaking in these small spaces and stuff like that or whatever and then suddenly like being really good at footwork is comes like back into like the trend or whatever yeah. and then suddenly like my the way that i break it becomes something that's like would maybe win battles more or whatever it becomes like trendy or popular and like yeah. you just never know right you can't control like well you should do this and you should do this it's like like you said just allow the person to like figure out who they are and that takes a long time and yeah. but you gotta let them figure out who they are and yeah. and you know that's that's the i think that's like the, the the fun the most fun funnest it's the most fun the it's the most fun part right it. it's yeah. the most fun but people want that instant success yeah. they want that microwave like food dinner you know like yeah no like that that's just gross and um oh, I was gonna bring <laughs> sometimes it's good <laughs> no i i got rid of no, my no, it's gross, it's gross. No, I know, i'm not down with that <laughs> <laughs> oh crap i was gonna say something yeah okay so you know um in my younger years for sure um if i didn't win a battle i used to get so mad i used to get so mad and i'll be so salty towards the judges all that stuff i'll talk shit. but honestly yo I, and i try to tell who whoever is just going through it at a battle and i'm always like yo like trust me i used to be so like bitter and salty as well but you got to look at it this way man it is not the end of the world and at the same time too, there's always another battle minus covid there's always another <laughs> there's always the battle the next weekend i promise you there's always a battle somewhere yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the states in canada in the world that you can reach out to and at the same time too like you know art is so subjective especially mm -hmm. breaking like oh my freaking gosh and especially when you have certain individuals who have different mentalities you know they're gonna pick what they lean towards more you know what i mean and yeah. um it's not only natural yeah for people to have so, their own biases and stuff completely and so you you know 
it, for me, how I look at it is if you're a very sensitive person and you don't want to cry and get pissed off in an event for not advancing, look who the judges are, you know what I mean, before you enter. But at the same time, too, it shouldn't have to be like that. I feel like you should just enter for, you know, of course, you can choose your battles wisely, especially if you want to save money, if you want to save your time and your energy and la, 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 all these number of factors. But if you're just a person that just, you know, you love to dance, you love to get down, you love to battle, yo, I feel like these things should not stop you. Mm -hmm. And if you start, you know, to each their own, if you start to get very emotional, it's, you know, I feel like there's something in need that you need to check. Um, and I can understand, I understand completely because, you know, you blood, sweat, and tears into your art. And it's like, you are showcasing what you've put so much time into and especially your creative, like, it's you, you know, this is mm -hmm. you, you're speaking on the floor and someone just went to you and you didn't advance, you, you lost or something like mm -hmm. this. I get it. But like I said, you know, breaking is so subjective and you're constantly in front of so many different individuals every time, every time. And again, there's always another event and all these events too, especially if it's a big event, it's annually. This stuff happens every yeah. year. So if you fail this time, train again. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? Like it's a game. It's yeah. a game. And I feel like it's like perception too. Perception too, yes. Definitely. Yeah, like, you know, you can you can lose a battle and if that's the only thing that you were focusing on, then yeah, you're gonna have a shitty time. But if you know, I've lost like I've lost way 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 more battles than i've ever won i think i get the battles that i've won i can count on like one maybe two hands maybe yeah it's so <laughs> but but that has never stopped me from going to battles and enjoying them as like just an event and like especially when you travel somewhere else it's like you meet other people you make these connections you have stuff that happens like after the battles or you know you might get knocked out and you're like okay well now i don't even have to worry about like saving moves or anything i'm just gonna really just enjoy the ciphers like yeah, unleash yeah right just go and like i have no worries or like i'll go and have a drink and this kind of thing whatever yeah. and just go and chill and like meet some people and have fun and like if you can shift your it's like okay i'm focused laser focused on this battle okay shoot i lost well, i can look back at it later and figure out like what what went wrong or where did i slip up or why did they you can analyze it later or whatever but just like after that happens like okay well what, how else can i enjoy this thing like i'm i don't want to sit there and just uh, whatever be mad or cry or whatever or sulk in the corner and just like you know it's like life's too yeah. short to do that right yeah yo, you know, there's so many opportunities to just shift it into like there's so many good things we have this like negative bias yeah. in our in ourselves and yeah but um anyway i think that was good message from from jk right there on i don't know i don't even know what the original question was <laughs> yeah you know we're just yeah bad with but <laughs> i think that's maybe a good spot to finish up for now for now we'll put like a bookmark in it and maybe sometime down the road we'll do this again and share more ideas and more yeah. more knowledge and, yeah. yeah but it was really good catching up and having you Hi. share share your your thoughts and stuff on stuff it's really you, you got a really good mind on you or good head on your shoulders or whatever good good perspective <laughs> on on outlook Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, and I hope that people watching, listening, really get something out of this. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, thank you, JK. Uh, thank you. If people want to follow you or anything like that, where can they, where can they, keep cool. up with JK? Cool. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at everyday letter J letter K four seven. Um, I'm on Facebook, Jackie Mendezona. Um, other than that, yeah, that's where all I'm active at. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Nice. All right. Well, um, thank you, JK, again, and I uh, hope to do this again soon. Peace, everybody. Peace.
Thanks everyone for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash razzyf2. That's R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. This also goes towards supporting my YouTube channel where I make tutorials and discussion videos. And you can find that at www.youtube.com slash razzyf2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. Supporting on Patreon puts your name in the credits of the videos as a supporter, gives you access to a private Discord server where you can connect with fellow members, and gives you access to the full video versions of each podcast. I also offer private coaching there, so if that's something you're interested in, it's available. Once again, thank you for listening, and look forward to the next one. Peace. Peace.